Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Broke agent man, them. Broke agent man. <laughs> Doesn't matter, even if you're not a realtor. You Wait, that's why. I'm, funny, that's why man. I buy all my houses through you, man. For real. <laughs> that's why you're my guy. Yeah. Uh, Pimp and you know, Team Niagara. Right off the bat, we're gonna start with a Team Niagara ad. Beautiful. So uh, I was looking for the live feed, but uh, oh, you got it. You got it all going on. <laughs> and my guest is. I would be like, all right, tell me, no, tell me, tell me when we started. We already did, man. No way. Yeah, we were on. That's ridiculous because I put yeah, all this stuff on. It was supposed <laughs> to look like I was going to like roll into the building. Where I just came I? out of the snowstorm. Snowstorm outside, but I just Live rolled on YouTube because that's I how YouTube. I do it. <laughs> Marinko, what's going on, man? We, I think we killed our – we had all of our discussion upstairs before we came down. Yeah, man. We had a lot of interesting discussion. Uh, I always appreciate seeing you. Uh, last time I think I, you know, I was out because I don't uh, – I don't know. I'm going through some things. I don't. I don't want to be out. Like things are too comfortable. You know. Oh, at events and stuff. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're too late. Uh, but uh, you'll go by Sarah mm-hmm. uh, with the new ownership, and she was getting an award from the GNCC or something like that. And yeah, they were hosting the. You talking about when I DJed at the? Yeah, uh, that's the last time I saw Business after it. five for so, the yeah, Niagara yeah. Chamber of Commerce. That's yeah. what it yeah. was. Business after five, and they were giving something to. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and they just opened, or like a few months earlier, had mm-hmm. opened and stuff. New location, new yeah. owners, and stuff like that. So, and then we ended up having this, this such a cool, like vulnerable man on man type of heartfelt conversation, you know. And yeah, I, you know, I, I don't see you that often. I don't know you that well, and I, I, you know, it's like when I go out and I engage like that, I'm always glad I I went out. And, cool. uh, but it doesn't make me go up very often. So I appreciate you, man. I uh, I thought our conversation was cool and unexpected, and uh, kind of made me grateful for going out. So, uh, nice. what do you what have you been up to these days, man? Like, what do you, first of all, what do you do for money? What I do, I do a lot of things for money. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that I uh, I I do is I uh, try to DJ. Uh, all it's right. Kind of like I've been doing something for many years, and then I'm trying to progress from that, like. I'm getting older, right? So I don't want to be at after hours joints till 5 a.m. And mm-hmm. like, you know, and so there's a lot of opportunity for uh, this culture. Kids? A lot of, I do have two kids. Two, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I got so two that kids. plays in a lot too. Dude, for you sure. Know, you, you know, wanna I want to ha- have an awesome family life. I want to spend a lot of time with my kids and play with mm-hmm. them and stuff. Especially and when they're cute, when yeah. they're young and cute, eh? Yeah, dude. They're, <laughs> they're really magic and they're great. And we have a ton of fun together. I, uh, wow. Remember, two, remember about two weeks ago when it was like a Monday, it was like super warm, like 15 Celsius. Mm-hmm. So the three of us, me and both kids went to uh, Shore Hills uh, so that my wife could have a little like, uh, you know, lady time with her friends. Downtime, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, anyway, so I took them to Shore Hills and we just played in a puddle for like two hours. <laughs> right by that little river close to the Boy Scout Puddles camp. Puddles were so fascinating when we were kids, eh? It was amazing. Streams, ditches, anything that was running water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in, uh, uh, like, uh, right by Port Weller and then, like, uh, Bicycle Forest, we call it at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, oh, I'm glad you brought that up, Bicycle Forest. I wondered if I was the only one that that called it that, and... Everybody called that. Do you have a special scarf from Bicycle Forest? 
Like, were you an active like participant I was an active in the bicycle forest person? Because we got had to drive. We had to drive. We had to ride from the north end. Uh, well, from bikes, the west side. Well, well no, yeah. we're just like from the north end. It's about as north as you can get that place. But yeah. we were at Scott and Bunting kind of thing. And I'm talking probably grade four, five, six, something like that. I don't know when, when we started venturing out down the lock yeah, one yeah. on our own on our bikes, which you don't like. Your parents get arrested for that now. Really? Oh, how about the guy that sent his 10 year old on the bus? Where's that? I don't know, but family services came down hard on him because he put his... Wow, I, kn- I never heard that I mean, story. It sounds, yeah, no, it sounds I think crazy. they might have been even 12 or something, and then, yeah, somebody else... I've heard stories come from the U.S. where, like, fine with where, like in the, the middle of the afternoon, kids... Unattended be, at the park. Yeah, exactly. Child abandonment. Yeah, that's insane to Fuck, me. Like, like crazy? come on, uh, parks are for children to play. Well, I got a scar um, right here. It's like a pebble in the sh- whatever. Maybe it's on this one. You want to hear the most and extreme? And example? I'm looking for the spot because the, the way extreme. I tell the story is when I came down this big hill and somebody had wiped out and I, I ramped up off their bike and, and, and you know it's Dude. just like a, a, a child story, right? That now you know I've been telling it for 50 years here and there. I can't find the place, the incident. The, I can't even find anything that's elevated this. Like there's no like. Drops? They're oh. totally drops. Well, I don't oh, know. There's, there's not many, Yeah, man. they're, oh, dude, you, you can just get hurt think, bus, you, bicycle forest. You, you walk through it, though, man. You can't find it. You can't find anything that it's resembles probably, oh, what it was when you were a now. kid. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's, it's definitely overgrown. It's different like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no more bush parties there. We used to go on Sunday mornings and collect beer bottles, empty bottles, and you oh, go really? and then drop them off at the Scott Street uh, at the uh, beer store and get, it's like, It's weird you know, that I never... Candy I don't month. think I had a bush party at Bicycle Forest ever. I went to a bunch of them there. A and, bush parties for me were cleaned up after yeah. them when I was, like I said, when I was little a little entrepreneur. Yeah, a little entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, okay. Craziest, craziest thing that I ever heard. I, I wasn't there, but so apparently these dudes I know were all together, and the one guy had this bike that had a cracked seat, and they were somewhere trying to do a jump in Bicycle Forest, and this dude does the jump gets a reasonable amount of air like at this time they're probably like 13 14 he jumps up comes back down on the seat the seat opens up and it pinches like you know a little bit of castration effect slash you know in the taint i was like like i say i wasn't there but that was the craziest thing i heard that happened there like bike accident it was just like legendary urban legend too (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I found it quite disappointing, and I still go back every time I go there. I, I, I try to, I try to envision what it looked like in my head when I was ten, mm-hmm. twelve, I guess, something like that. And I, it was, tra- it wasn't that traumatic, but there was a lot of blood, and yeah, I didn't even sure, know man. it was. If I was, I didn't know I was hurt. Yeah. Like I got up and I was pushing my bike. I think I, well, I damaged the bike in the in the accident. I think. So it was probably pushing it, and then I just saw it was like blood on the end of my finger. I'm like, oh, what's this? Whoa, whoa! It's like big my whole yeah. arm. Like I just saw, I just saw. It's like, and I was young, you know. Mm-hmm. Bicycle Forest, Malcolmson yeah, Eco Park is what it's. Yeah, it's really called. I and, go there uh, probably. I go there probably at least time. once. Are you a North End brat forever? I, I bought the house I grew up in. Wow. Yeah. What street? Uh. Yeah, in the North End. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yo, Bun Lin represent. I'm at Bunting Limwell. Yeah. Yeah? For sure. 
Bunning Linwell. Okay, yeah. so Rochelle over like we were we we, we were at Carlton. We were You're on, saying Bunting and Scott, right? We were on Glen Ellen Drive, Bunting, Carlton Scott, oh, yeah. Carlton Bunting, and then uh, Two's place. Mm-hmm. So which was you Dude, know my aunt had uh, and and my cousins grew up on Two's place. Who? Back Can in the day. Names? Yeah. Well, back in the day yeah, when I was there. The, I I don't know. Like it was. Uh, let me think. The years it would be like. Up until at least, actually, I I believe they still are there. Today. Well, we were at eight. Stephen Murdoch's parents, he's still around. He's Enterprise. Uh, his parents were over there. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. beside us were the Nichols, I think. And then there was the Neufelds. And then around the Croakers Coppers over there? here. Croakers were right next door. What did yeah, I say? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Croakers were next door. Yeah, Doug I, and I, Brian. Yeah, I knew those guys forever, man. Yeah, I yeah. think I bought, I think I. Uh, did you go to Lockview? No, okay. Canadian Martyrs. Ah. Carlton, then Canadian Martyrs, and. Uh, I went to Lockview and then Assumption. Oh, yeah. So, other way. Yeah, you're a little younger than I was, mm-hmm. but yeah, we come over to. I spent K to four at Carlton, five and six at Canadian Martyrs, seven and eight at San Alfred's, nine at Simcoe, oh, yeah. ten yeah. at Notre Dame and Welland, and then 11 and 12 at Welland High. So. I got moved around quite a bit. Yeah. And I had to take religion class one year, which was Catholic religion. I kind of, so I just left the school after that. <laughs> Notre Dame, you know, with the the great chords and whatever. And the we, had to, we had to take, uh, I went to Holy Cross and we had to take religion class. And For half your lunch? What was that? It was half my lunch and the semestered system, that no, sucked. No, it was, it was an actual course credit. Oh. I believe they yeah, was it a under half sort of psychology or humanities or something. I don't yeah. know exa- exactly. I don't remember the curriculum now, right? But honestly, dude, that made me question. There was a world religions project in our last year of that in grade twelve, and uh, so the the deal was they like they had this textbook that just was like intro to a bunch of different world religion religions like Islam and uh, Buddhism. And we need more of that, dude. It was incredible, and it made basically I felt like a lot of those people in that class questioned all of these religions you know yeah yeah and that's put what them I on think this more, equal level and more like, you know? knowledge about the world religions would make us a healthier people for some strange reason i don't know yeah i think it just uh it helps us understand it's like yeah if you grew up next to a catholic family and you had a good experience then it's a good experience right mm-hmm. you have good and bad with everything but and so if you're familiar with something if you grew up with the muslim next door maybe like you're probably way more tolerant because this yeah. is your neighbor, man. You guys got to get along. You know what I mean? It's got to be bros. For sure, Because <laughs> you live beside it's, each it's other. It's like, it's, I've heard crazy examples of that where like people interfaith live, live together for generations, for years and years, and then have like crazy conflict, like what happened in Yugoslavia in the early mm. 90s, right? So it's like kind of, it's crazy how that, how those dividing lines can happen, right? Yeah, so and the then our tribal that. natures too. It's so natural. Yeah, it's sure, it's dude. natural to hate the yellow man or the brown man or the browner man because I mean we're brown to some level. I don't know why yeah, we're man. called white. We're just we're a different shade of pink, actually. Yeah, dude, <laughs> we're, we're all different, different people, shades different of brown, people, man. And uh, different people. But I think we're yeah, our tribal nature just from the caves that we came from and the jungles or wherever we came from made us hate that person because like the chimps war. They go to war. On each other, they're, like they pr- they go in raiding parties and mm-hmm. go and try and find all the men to exterminate them. I put a bottle right down. Oh there. damn! All right. And that. like they, they don't have no religion, but they're fighting over, uh, you know, territory and resources and mates. 
Yeah. They're fighting over women. They, oh, for they sure, fucking dude. steal their women and take them to the other camp if they if they kill all the men. Like if they, if they do a like a boundary thing and they see young male or something like that, they they tear up limb to like to destroy them. I just find that fascinating because I'm like if yeah, you listen I know, to it was a lot a big of discovery uh, back in the day when once her name was in the jungle with them and noticed that they yeah they practiced Jane war. Goodall, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm like I didn't know all that, but it seems so natural that can't we just start every conversation, every debate with going, you know what? I'm intolerant. I come from a long line of it. Well, yeah. I was born to fucking hate the stranger. <laughs> you know, even kids, you know, they're shy. They're like, you it's know, they behind their parents. For sure. You don't have to teach them to be afraid. They're, oh, stranger danger. That's fucking built into us. And, it, you know, if we could just start out by saying, yeah, it's a lot of work to be tolerant, accepting, open-minded about other cultures and religions and all of it. Yeah. Then I think we we'd start from a more honest place because there's no no I'm tolerant I don't have I'm not racist fuck off you're so we all are yeah everybody's got everybody's Deep like sort of entrenching their own little perspective anyway ranting. I don't know like yeah I don't know yeah you know, man you're, you're totally right it's important to te- teach our children that you know that people generally are to be trusted and that you know most people are good yeah natured. it can be As, learned you know. Yeah, you got to be careful and weary in a lot mm. of situations, but it's also important to be just like open and welcoming and, and friendly. You know? Kindness, love, man. It's all about the love. So you're doing a little DJing. Yeah. Well, I start, we started out, that was a long, the, the conversation started out with like, what are you doing for money? And then obviously that turns to kids right away because. Well, yeah, you got to like, pay what, for them. No, no. Yeah, that too. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, then, well, limits your, you know, like what what kind of life do you want to have, right? Oh, you want to have a good life with your kids, or you want to be working all the time, or you got to balance it out, right? So, but then there's some yeah. things that you won't do when you have kids. You won't sacrifice the the early mornings and special times, the weekends, or whatever it is. So, yeah. Uh, what else are you doing? Um, so I work for uh, community living here in St. Catharines. All right. Yeah. Um, so I've been there for a, a really long time, and they treat me awesome. And I, I'm at a place where I uh, really enjoy the work that I'm doing. So, what is the work? What do you actually? Uh, I'd rather not talk too much about it, but it's like I work at a uh, group home. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. So engaged in helping people out. Yeah, and then I like I do stuff. Uh, I do stuff with a knack. For instance, right now I'm uh, along with Jonathan Culp. Um, the two of us are leading a project called Excavate. So there's a group of uh, kind of younger art students and uh people who want to get involved in media who uh mostly found through the brock university community and sort of people who are recommended by professors of peace as people who are really serious about what they're doing and so we are uh mounting a show at the knack which is going to cool. be on uh, yeah it's going to be on march 16th it's like an audio visual oh uh, yeah, cool using obsolete medium so you're one of those artsy farts Dude, man, I'm trying, you know, I, I I try to do what, you know what it is? Uh, for me, I want to have a life that I can look back at and, and uh, know that I had really awesome, fun, great experiences. And it's like, you know what? Everything is, you, you, you get out what you put in, right? You put in a bit, it pays back all the time, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I just like being active and doing fun stuff. I like spending time with my kids and my wife and, uh. Yeah, man. Um, what are the kids up to? What are they into? 
Okay, right now we're digging. We, literally this week we've been digging these uh, kids yoga classes. So they're on YouTube, and they tell they tell these like popular culture stories what through yoga moves. So it's like there's like oh man, it's yoga something yoga yoga for kids. It's okay. on YouTube. It's a and the woman's Australian. Okay. Um, today we watched the Frozen one. Well, we watched it. We didn't watch it. We yeah, did the actual exercises. Okay. We we. Sit down, bro. Nobody wants to see your ass. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm take this jacket off. It was cold. Uh, do we have some fucking stripping music? <laughs> yeah, we're getting some snow. Thanks for coming over. You live close by, so it's not a big deal. Yo, I was trying Jim, to get out of the interview today. And I'm like, hey, are we still on with the weather that we're expecting? When Jim originally, uh, when Jim originally approached me about this podcast, I was like, what kind of porno studio are you running out of your uh, basement? <laughs> nothing. I don't have sex, man. I, I, haven't, I don't, can't even remember the last time I had sex. Months and months and months ago. Yoga for kids. This shit. Oh, Telus commercial. Yo, man, we, we're not sponsored by Telus. Oh, no, we can't even run this shit because you get shut down by YouTube if we run this stuff. This is not it. No, this is not it. One million. All right, I'll look it up later. Yeah. Oh, damn. Can't rebroadcast YouTube up there, can you? You're not allowed to. Get shut down. Get a strike. Um, so yeah, what are the kids into? The yoga. So uh, yeah, we, we're doing that. Oh man, my my daughter and I just did a fairy garden workshop with the city. Uh, this guy Dennis. Uh, oh Dennis. Uh, I forget his last name, but he was a horticulturist for the city for years, and now he's um, uh, doing these workshops for kids. And so we did this like uh, three week fairy garden making workshop and made this awesome little succulent garden and she was loving it dude like she was like every week she was looking forward to it and yeah it was it was really fun awesome cool i love the the kids man i uh and i totally engage them everywhere like everywhere that's important enough to see them I'm, i'm like i always feel like i'm blessed when i when i see them if i'm at the grocery store i'm in a line or something like that i lock in and i usually win the steering contest only because their parents break it up usually, but no. Um, and I remember meeting a girl, well, meeting a, a girl and her daughter at a wedding and just going up and introducing myself straight to the child, you know. I'm just, oh, yeah, we, hang on, I'll get to you in a minute. I'm Jim, how are you? Like, I'm yeah. like, steering contest. Uh, I just smile at them, and I, oh, they, I don't know. They watch me. They, I don't know. Kids love me. Cool man. Uh, yeah, kids and uh, kids and pets. My usually. wife would appreciate that. She says to me that uh, she th- she finds a lot of people are kind of rude to children, or will look at oh, her as I love them. the parents somewhere. are rude when you're nice to the kids. They wonder why. You, why, like, why what kind of nice? weird? Yeah, you are, that was you know? weird. Like, I stopped. Like, I stopped yeah. dead in my tracks at Montebello Park. Jay Beatty was doing the sound in the booth there, so oh, I yeah. come out of the the uh, mixer, you know, where the uh, the board ops were right in front of the stage, right? I come out of there and boom, like I've been there all day, kind of hanging around, and uh, suddenly there was mother and father and little girl uh, sitting in the grass, and I went, <gasps> I stopped, I'm like, hi, gorgeous, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what's your name or something, eh? And the guy's face was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like this, and yeah. the wife was like, he looking at her, just like, yeah, you know, yeah. and just talk to them like they're normal human beings. I did, uh, like, I don't know. All yeah, the man, kids it's important, like right? It's like, uh, um, there's a certain thing about uh, 
kids developing self-confidence, right? Of they're there with their parents, so they know they're safe. And then doing things that are pushing the elbow a little bit, like being friendly to people or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, I think that's that's important to give them a sense of autonomy when that's happening, not just like a, that everything is, you know, being scrutinized or whatever. Or supervised. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Unsupervised playtime is so important, man. We, that's all we had. There was no parents around. We had to figure shit out. If you wiped out at Bicycle Forest and you got you bloody you your own asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you got a flat tire. You got to you gotta push the bike mom. home and yeah, go, suck it up. Go go get some and tissue. And the whole time and, you're doing that, you're like, what's my story? How did I get this yeah, fucking yeah, off? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like, and now we're like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. It's oh, yeah. so bubble wrap protective. I mean, I, I can't speak of being a parent yet, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, Were you actively I, fucking or what? No, I am not. But I still love kids so much. I never ruled it out. I mean, I'm going to live another 50 years probably. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I'm going to be around. Everyone's like, I said it in front of my one of my good buddies from Welland the other day. Mm-hmm. He's uh, my French-Italian Wellander. <laughs> you know, three strikes right in a row. French, Italian, and from Welland. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I spent some time in Welland. <laughs> And I'm horribly racist. Um, What's up with this racist podcast you're running? I can't remember why why I was even talking about him. Why was I talking about him? Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) So uh, the kids. Oh, yeah, the kids. No, I said this in front of him the other day. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to hear it. You know what? Tell your other friends. What are you crazy? Well, you never know. I could still have a kid. I know somebody. I'm not ready for one now. I know somebody who's 67. the right one and... A true, true story. I know somebody who's 67. He's married to a woman who's probably 53, 54. And uh, they had two kids, one about four years ago. No, no, seven years ago. And one about uh, less than half a year ago. So, you know, he's got a, she was he's, 50 plus? She's 50 plus. They had to have oh. medical procedures, but they have two babies. And I'm like, dude, at that age, I want to be done with babies. I want to yeah, be well, grandpa. I want to be grandpa at the point. Think you know, how much you'll I, enjoy like, hang them. Hang out no. with the kids. I'll buy them ice cream. I'll let them play in my basement. You know, but like at that age, I don't want to be uh, raising a infant. Well, I hear you. You know, but it's uh, at at the same time, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fate, man. God's plan. Who knows what the hell? First, we got, first thing we got to do is get you a uterus. I was, I, was, I, I, went, uh, I was thinking the other day. Well, if I'm serious, mm-hmm. when I'm serious, because I might become serious about this topic, you could always rent a. You, you're you know, serious about having? Trans- well, you could just rent a womb. <laughs> Dude, man, rent a womb. I was more talking about. Like, you there's got to be having... women out there that are like, you know what? I want a baby. <laughs> I, was, I want I was good stock, about, I but I want no getting... relationship. I want like I don't like I want a like a, a father mm-hmm. to take you know to have custody and raise the child and all this kind of thing. But I don't want the, that such agreements. Absolutely, well, I just exist. don't want to be a re- couple. I've re- I've I just about, want a kid, dude, and I'm willing to have I've read about share a these kid exact, with you. Yeah, I've, that that totally happens in the world. Oh no, I oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like I, I, yeah, I feel like I totally, yeah. I've, because you know, let's face it. In like, in like Denmark or something. If you're you know? 50 years old and you're single, never married with no Probably kids. Probably happens in Canada too. You, yeah. That's a whole part of your life that's like like part of most people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's really an important part, having kids, that uh, you're just missing. 
it's not like you're going around, oh, geez, I miss my kids. But that is a, a significant, meaningful thing in your life. Like, mm-hmm. we're designed to procreate. Women especially, designed to mother a child. No, I'm, dude, that's like. And care for it. Pro- for like, extended periods of time, like 13 years is a long instinct, freaking time, man. man. Animal, <laughs> animal instinct, dude. That's you're going by, like. And then, you know, that's, like, to 13 when you're, like. Yeah, man, that's that's heavy, right? Like mm-hmm. multiple gener, like multiple kids. Like pe- back then, who, who knows? And how how many uh, how many babies died? And I, you know, mm-hmm. it's like along the way, right? Um, oh, don't I get think, me on I the dying like, babies thing. He had to oh man, there. yeah, like, <laughs> no, that's that's heavy. I, I, yeah, but no, when I was talking about that, I was talking about you getting uterus in the sense that you could get nowadays oh, gender reassignment surgery. You don't want to go down that you road. You can embrace your divine you, feminine, don't man. Don't beat me on my own show, you fuck. <laughs> you can embrace the divine Fred. feminine and just go, go down that. I don't want to talk about that shit with you, man. I fucking, yeah, I spent too much time talking about that stuff. I saved that for, uh, I don't know. Where Fair enough. I don't want to get you on any, uh, you know. No, it's, uh, it, it's some interesting times. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm constantly frustrated by false narratives that i'm figure that i'm uh, that i'm growing up and finding out are are, are lies right yeah, yeah. um I, well, these I, are i'm getting tired of people that, that don't perfect, that don't look right? at biological facts uh, you don't even need to be looking objectively they're biological facts man you're born with a certain thing that's what you are you can't change that mm-hmm. like i mean hey and there's also an in-between Totally. You know, some that are born with people. both of them or none of them or what yeah. I mean it's rare but whatever and it's not then, that it's more it's more common than you think I don't well, know the statistics it's probably rarer than today's version of transgenderism where it's like mommy I want to be a girl at three and you put them on hormone replacement yeah, therapy at six like, how do you how, this so I okay so wow, anyway, that's, this, this is a heavy thing, right? Because at three, yeah, and at this three, is what I'm we gotta fucking worry about today. From... This is what we're worried about, and this is the greatest time we've ever been alive. Sure. Like, it was really disease is down, crime is down. To we're getting better, and these fucking people are just fucking whining that they don't have enough rights all the time. Well, and this is why I choose to take my kids into nature, and and uh, we explore the world, and we have uh, fun with each other, and we try not, uh, dude. I like try very hard to keep my kids off any social media hmm. like i'm you know i've to- asked people to take photos down before i you know like just so, the only reason why is so that when they're 14 15 16 whatever age that they really get involved with that they hmm. can have that agency to make that decision it's not just like there's already this digital legacy of nonsense of mm. baby pictures and stuff that they the pressure that uh, young girls are going through with social media is way different than boys boys are on their computer boys are playing video games and here's another thing mm-hmm. you know i've been talking about this the frustration of the the lack of father uh, well the the fa- the current state of fatherlessness like the traditional family's gone away man we killed god a long time ago then we kicked well we didn't kick man out of the house but some guys just don't want to don't stick around Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's hard work to be loyal and to fucking take care of yourself and your kids and uh, all that kind of stuff. you got to dig in and really be a man. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Lots of guys are just like, fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And I get that. And it's horrible. Uh, I know. But I, I definitely know. Society's paying like, for that fatherlessness. I was going to say, I definitely know guys who have been like, you know what? I'm having too many problems. I'm going to just lawyer up rather than like, you know, the deeper soul work of trying to figure out that balance. Mm. And um, yeah, we the only thing is there's to... always that cascade effect on the children, you know. It's like it's oh know. no, the kids are resilient. 
the no, kids they, are resilient. They get but through. They understand. Uh, yeah, it's not the same not having point. a man in the house, man. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same. No, I get him. And we're paying for it. And so this idea that you know we're going to start, you know, we're going to bubble wrap our kids, and you know we're going to give out participation ribbons. Bullshit, man. Yeah. There's winners and losers. Fucking deal with it. It's part of growing up. Not everyone is special. Not everybody is beautiful. You know what? This fucking idea that obesity. Yo, man, I was born looking like this. Yeah, well, and we're lucky <laughs> for to a certain extent, right? Because we're not four or five hundred pounds. Dude, Some anybody who's living in Canada is lucky a, you know, on a have a, on a global scale. On a global scale, something like five billion people are living like below poverty. Five billion people out of seven. What's poverty though? I forget the, th- but so this, ba- basically, bucks. if you live in North America or Europe, oh yeah, you're the top one percent. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. globally, you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, and you more than okay and protest the one percent. And Yo. you are globally, you are the one percent. You dumb fucks. Even if you're poor, yeah. Like I, there's there's, there's never a thing been a there's a, there's, a, there's a thing on the, online that if you type in your average annual income, um, and uh, yeah, you'd be shocked how high that is on a global scale mm-hmm. like you know the graph is like really flat and then it just spikes like crazy and if you make i think the threshold is something like 10 grand it's like from there it's like boom mm-hmm. goes up to millions right mm-hmm. whereas that whole beginning of that curve is just flat 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 those people are subsisting on nothing well i just got my uh, don't even yeah my i just got my t4a mm-hmm. and it oh my god if i typed it in i would be uh, i would be Fuck. <laughs> Call me, dude, man. That's why I'd be trying to tell you about buying 10. these. Ha- uh, so what I'm this looking is for. Not me, by the way, but broke agent <laughs> fucking rocks. Thanks, broke agent for the gear. I love you. You're the best. So what I'm looking for is a mini mansion by the lake. I want it to uh, back into a creek. I want it to be like walking distance from the shores of Lake Ontario. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man gotta be close to bicycle forest <laughs> <laughs> yeah man good times good memories down there it's uh and uh i was surprised that when i went back through there looking for the the scene of the crime where i you know mm-hmm. this this episode and it was such a such a great story you know it's kind of like we're racing i'm following this girl and she wipes out in front of me i got nowhere to go so her her bike's like angled like this, so I I ramp her wheel with my bike and you know through the air and land and boom <laughs> the bikes are all blown up and we gotta walk them back and then oh 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 that you know how many times I told that story and so yeah fun memories of uh, walking to the corner store in the north end man nice and now uh, uh, it's just uh, we don't we don't let our kids free range much anymore. And this unsupervised, we were just talking we about did, it the other day. We see quite a few in, kids raging around. In though. Quebec, in a couple of schools in Quebec, they put a, a like a fight zone in. No way. Yeah, it's at the end of the schoolyard, and it's voluntary. But you want to go out there and wrestle, there's no biting, kicking, punching, or pulling hair or something, or no whatever. But you could just go out and wrestle. Crazy. Like, fuck, eh? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what we played. When we played foot hockey, it was full contact. Soccer, full contact. Oh, yeah. The little, Dude, like, people, yeah. Tag. Well, it wasn't like fuck. It was tackle tag. We, we fucking. It doesn't matter what age, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's missing. It's missing for boys and girls. Girls not so much though. They're all usually playing the hopscotch or the skipping or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember for a while when I got into the hopscotch. Yeah, hopscotch. How it was like a 
Oh, this is isn't this a girls game? I was great at it though. Jeez, the problem is my feet were this fucking big. Four square. I'm trying to try, trying to get in those the, like yeah, the number eight. My my foot was as big <laughs> as the eight was. I had to place it really, you know, or be on my toe or something. Yeah, wow. So we went to yeah, grew up in the same area. Went to the same kind of school district. Yeah, we used to uh, when I was growing up in Lock the back of Canadian Martyrs. There was um, a skateboard park in the summer times. Hmm. Just for like I think two summers. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was just like it was real, it was great. It was when I was there, it only went to five and six. It yeah. stopped at six. That's what so I think it went to move. seven and eight then. But yeah, it was like when we we were in high school probably then, and cool. uh, they had that little skate park in the back, which is awesome. It was like, yeah, delicious, wicked man. Um, so um, what else are you doing for money? So you right well, now you I'm got uh, the DJ, and how much are you doing that? I'm doing it quite often. Um, Are you doing weddings? Yeah. Professional functions. Are you weddings. making any beats? Uh, dude, so I really want to make beats. Here's the issue. I, I, There's only so many hours in a day. And basically making beats and then, you know, trying to sell them nowadays is very difficult. And you got to really put in. So it's not just like you make the beat. Because then you got to put it up, you got to promote it. There's this whole, you know, and and you're largely making zero money, especially at the front end like that when you're starting out. And uh, mm. honestly, I just can't, especially with small kids, I can't dedicate the time right now. Where's your business so. coming from? Referral mostly. Referral. I do a lot of fine Word dining stuff. I'm doing uh, some. One of the things I'm super excited about. I'm doing the sound system. So I, I custom built the sound system out of these uh, bamboo wooden enclosures uh and these you know bespoke transducers and uh i like put them together and installed the thing in the space and uh i'm going to do playlists for him too uh which is uh for uh chef adam heinem smith of uh he used to run el gastronomo and now he's opening a place called dispatch uh on st paul street and uh his his partner uh tamara jensen um uh, the two of them reached out to me and we did a couple pop-up events worked together in the past like that uh, did a thing at Kwang Chow with, at, at uh, NAC where these chefs set up a one night feast at Kwang Chow uh, you know like, like an awesome little vibe in downtown St. Catharines and we DJ'd uh, it was uh, uh, Dave uh, the guy who plays dub on, on uh, CFU I forget his, forget his DJ name anyway was that guy and then uh it was it was great but it was like anyway so, so we touched base in a few events like this and there was a certain vibe and then we uh they approached me about it a while ago this is like you know permits and you know contractors and designers and everything later like months and months of work but it's uh it should be open anytime oh yeah like in the next week or two. Oh, nice well so, make sure you touch me up you dude know, for sure man i love my food nice I've been trying to connect with that and, and like we live in a place that's so rich with that kind of culture. There's amazing wines here. There's like so many awesome breweries now. There's distilleries like and then you combine that with like world class chefs in all over Niagara and then even in Toronto, which is not very far away and Hamilton. And we have like so many culinary treasures and so many like cultural t traditions that are just like that that we can choose from mm -hmm. in Canada. And it's it's awesome, man. It's like so. I've been trying to embrace that. Is like I, I like I think so many DJs get stuck in like okay clubs and weddings and corporate stuff, 
I'm trying to like go beyond that. Mm. Another thing I've been trying to do is build a educational thing. So where I come into a school, I, I show people the concept of DJing just in the sense that it's a, it's a way to tell a story using other forms of media. Like obviously traditionally DJs are about playing one song and then another song and introducing the songs in between. But like nowadays you can use basically video clips from anywhere, uh, images, any kind of audio. So there's so many, so many ways to tell a story in real time. And, um, I think a lot of applications in kind of, uh, new media and cinematography, even, I, I think nobody's even touched the possibilities of scratching video clips to tell a, a story like a montage, mm. you know? So you're using a projector for most of your, I am. I, I do use a projector quite a bit. Yeah. Mm. Not always though. No, not always. Yeah. Yeah, it does throw an interesting thing into it. I, I'm. Well, yeah, that's what I, I think you know, that's, that's where I've been. Such a yeah, such a difference, and that's where I think I've been having a little bit of a block, is uh, with the video aspect of it. Because I've been an audio guy, a podcast guy, I'm an AM radio guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to like having to watch yeah, myself yeah. to hear it. You know what I mean? And I think. The podcast is way higher listened to than any of my YouTube stuff. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Mostly, yeah. The podcast really outperforms the YouTube stuff. Even if the YouTube stuff does well, my podcast does better. Mm-hmm. And then you get the cheap views on Facebook, which I'm I'm stop I'm I'm starting to not go there anymore. I'm I'm not live streaming from Facebook anymore. I just put you up there, I just put Marinko here. Yeah, is it, I yeah. put my page up on YouTube so you gotta go find it. Cool. Um, yeah, but it's just because I just found this, you know, if I get a thousand views in a week, there's not a thousand full views. No, people yeah. are clicking on it, yeah. checking it out. I yeah. want to know how long they stay and hang out for. And even though the metrics or the analytics aren't great on YouTube, I mean, they're have okay. You, have you heard about these things called uh, click farms? No, what's that? So basically, I, I think it was on Spark on CBC, uh, the radio show. They talked about basically services that you can pay yeah. to have artificial views yeah. on your who wants that well so i've so stepping back to talking about making beats is like one of the things i've thought was like so if i what if i make this beat and then i pay these guys like 30 bucks for i don't know how many views you get for 30 dollars but i bet a lot yeah but is that a way really to look but then was that but nobody's really looking at it well th- this is fine that just that then uh, so it I, makes I, it look it just gives Soft, you a boost exactly. when people look at it like, holy shit, 30,000 views? got 30,000 views. 30,000 views. That's a check lot it of money. That's, that's like, you know, this guy's making dollars on YouTube or whatever. Exactly. They check it out, whatever. But uh, I don't know if it's like, yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know if it's worth it. And no, I think, it's not. I think I've heard that recently they're doing crackdowns where they can tell yeah, fuck it's a that. bot or yeah, whatever. It's illegal. Yeah. But it's illegal? What? Is it really illegal? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it's not illegal. It's against their terms and conditions. Ah, fuck terms, and, terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read that. Did you? <laughs> you clicked that you agreed. Didn't matter if you read it. I didn't it. read it. Yeah. My lawyer, I got a really good lawyer, and he agrees that I didn't read it. Yeah, most of the, <laughs> AP, I think they call them APIs. Uh, like, there's their uh, little extensions. Like, I, I love the, the um, Twitter extension that I put on my Google Chrome. Yeah. Uh, reduced, like, unfollowed everyone that I was following. It oh. took me to zero. I got to start over again. Cool. And now I'm back up to, you know, I don't know, four thousand or something like that, that of people that I follow. Mm-hmm. But my feed was too sketchy. It was too is diluted with garbage because I was following everyone. 
Yes, when you don't and have so it. And so when I started out again and I had 100, but I lost 800 followers when I unfollowed everyone. Huh. Like over like four or five months, I lost 800 followers. Like they just went down. Because I unfollowed them. I think, honestly, a few of you were pretty happy when I unfollowed you because then you could unfollow me <laughs> and you didn't have to feel like you're, you oh, know, dude. like hey, that I was going to say, what, what happened? You unfollowed me? <laughs> ah, no, you unfollowed me first, dummy. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy unfollowed me. Fuck him. I'm unfollowing him then. Me and this guy had a Facebook feud. Did we? When? I'm fucking with you. (laughs) When? Oh. I'm just messing with you. I'm totally messing with you. Oh, it's funny. You know what? That happens though. It's insane. You know Uh, what? Like that this is the world we live in now. Like that there's this and and there's um once upon a time, right? You could have that weird interaction with somebody that could be taken both ways and construed as weird. Whereas now they could take a screenshot of it and be like, see, this is exactly how you behaved. (laughs) Talking about yeah, crazy like consequences. I like the video, like, man. I think with my, with my guests, the people want to see the guests. And uh, but if I'm doing any monologues or any commentary or stuff like that, I'm just going to put a picture of me up and then just put the audio in the background even for YouTube. I'm mm-hmm. getting rid of the video, man. And I think was last night I came down here. I'm like, hmm. If I don't care what I look like, what the set looks like, or what time it is, or whatever, I just I'm I'm recording the video of it, and I told you my process with the limited resource that I've I've given to this mm-hmm. little project here. It's worked out not too bad, and the light, mics are on loan. I'm gonna replace the mics. Uh, T. Baron, thank you very much. I've done that multiple times. So thanking him for uh, these are good mics, man. Yeah, so awesome. he's getting them back Friday. AKG. Yeah, four fourteen. Gangsta. 414 those are good mics they're way better than anything that i need like these are really high-end mics you know yo I mean? man we repping akg mm-hmm. 414s but um so yeah just the way i do it is you XLR. know we, i i, I kind of touch sometimes i put some titles on it that goes into imovie do that then re-export it back to the camera then upload it to youtube and then strip the audio from the youtube so i just do a cheap one of those m uh youtube to mp3 you put the link in and it strips the audio off and you download oh it. cool it's cheesy. After you finish and then I recording, a, a, say, like an hour, whatever, What? how long? How much longer do you spend after that? Oh, it do? takes a long time to, well, first, well, because, yeah, it takes a long time, man. Just mm-hmm. uploading, it takes hours. Yeah, to get the video off your computer onto their Yeah, well, off my phone, up yeah. to YouTube. It'll take, like, if I'm doing a two-hour show, it'll take four, five, six hours sometimes, depending on the internet speed or where oh, I'm in yeah. the house or whatever, or, like, Mm-hmm. Or whatever cell I happen to pick up, or something like that. Oh yeah, I didn't, didn't put this one on. Uh, this is like this is. I want to make sure it's still recording because you're not. Uh, yeah. You okay? I thought you guys. I thought you told me this guy's a good real estate man. <laughs> you got this. Ah, uh, I see. You got. I didn't give some love to the broke agent yet. Did I? Broke. We we did talk about broke agent. Give me some. Yo, man. <laughs> love some broke agent. Oh, broke agent's got a book coming out one week today. Uh, I'm gonna have him on the show. Little uh, forward promotion. Uh, yeah, broke agent. He's coming on the show. Give me crash. Full. Give me a crash course in real estate, as broke agent would tell it. Oh, come on! You could do. Give me a little summary. I can't do it justice, man. I, I bet. I, I bet you it. could. You could distill. No. If I was to say to you, "Hey, man, what's broke agent?" I'm gonna check out his site, but you gotta tell me more. 
Okay. Before I oh, actually, oh, oh, I, I like your shirt. You're, you're baiting I like your shirt. me. I get what it. What is that? He's a and good guest. Like... He's a very good guest. <laughs> um, Full time comedian, part time realtor, and branding genius. Like the yeah, key. very good in the social media department. Very good in the marketing, the branding, what they call branding now. Uh, pretty funny, pretty unique. Sometimes you know we all fall for the cheap memes type of thing, and he's no different than anyone else. You got to just content. You got to cool. put it out, eh? Even if it oh, sucks, yeah. and you know it's not a hit, you just got to keep content, 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 content. Yeah. So rather than for the click farms, you just put, you know. Social media kickback is is pretty good if you're looking to get views or traffic to your website or stuff. And, but I mean, it's not I, like I, you I partnered you just with don't... the sound. So rather than making music, I partnered with the sound to do these monthly DJ mixes. What sound? The sound is that uh, the STC yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So every month I do a mix and they I put it online and then they they run a little you know really about it. Yeah. Have yeah. you visited Rocker Town yet? No, I haven't. Tell me more about the sound thing. So, what do you do? If you, if you type you put in a, the sound Marinko monthly mix or something like that, or Marinko, it should come up. M A R I N K O. That's how you spell the that. Sound. If you're wondering, if you want to try to get the a sound. Hold of ca. The sound. What? The sound rocks. Oh, shoot. I'm looking for it for you all again. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, it's like so, so, but dude, it's dismal. Like, I think they're like, you know, 50 views ish, maybe less. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's tough but to get hit. people trained for it. For you know sure, yeah, I mean? yeah. But uh, that's similar. You got to put it out. If you don't put it out, you're not going to get on the map for sure. Similar to what I did with uh, Rocker Town. Mm -hmm. Is that your website? Rock yeah, it Town? just plays, it just plays Niagara music 24 7, no commercials. Cool. Yeah, Dude, I gotta get some. I didn't know that you have that. I would. Yeah, I just bought it in less than a year ago. But I'm serious; you won't hear two bad tunes in a row. Nice, Emily Andrews, awesome. I know Emily. <laughs> is this her? There, I might have a naming issue with the database because this is not Emily. Oh Andrews. yeah, this is not Emily. Chino flute too. Unless just, for some reason Emily Andrews got her name put in a lot of the songs here. Who's this? Chino flute too. Yeah, all Niagara. Nice. I don't know half of the music. So it's still fresh for me. When I put it on, I'm like, hey, who's this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it's endless, right? There's a lot of talent in, in our community. Yeah. So it's cool, man. So yeah, I'll check this out. The sound, STC. And we were talking about um, My Son, the Hurricane, when we were upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, Dano and Jacob on uh, the last couple months. Jacob brought his, his, uh, his kid, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank was full of energy, running back and forth, beating on the drums. I have the drum kit set up. Oh, yeah. the it's just pulled off to the side now. But, yeah, Frank was beating on that, and we just kind of let him go. I'm like, oh, oh, he's got the sticks now because he, first he had the brushes, and that, uh -huh. uh, that was fine. But, uh, yeah, good conversation. Dano was great. Um, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. It's, uh, Dano's really yeah, a good leader in the community, a good mentor for a lot of kids, good teacher. And a good example of uh, you know a guy that you know cleaned his life up, got sober, and you and him had kids took, around the same time. Took the rock and roll business uh, pretty seriously. Seriously, for sure, man. Those guys are rocking is, it. The band is band's blowing up, man. Yeah. And I like to say I was one of the guys that you know I always you know, yeah you mean with those with my from mouth the start. My, like my, yeah, my like way of putting things. I'm like I've been on your jock since the beginning. <laughs>
<laughs> I have been. I've been promoting them like crazy, man. And uh, well, it's nothing more than just say, you know, just give them a little pub. But when I was on the radio and stuff like that, it was, you know, it's uh, it's good to promote your own. Uh, your own and you nailed it man we've got such a really cool pocket of talent here in niagara and it to me uh the concentration and my my uh, passion is in the music especially you know the kids the young music the aiden millers of the world you know the uh g sharpie he is the you know yeah, uh, yeah. the jesse reeds you know just Fucking guy's a legend, man. He's pretty sure. going through some stuff with the spinal surgery and stuff like that. Like I know, man. He's heavy, man. It's just a really deep pool of. Just you know, what, you know what it is about Niagara. Just talented people, man. One thing I found about Niagara. So I I lived in, uh, um, Toronto for quite a while, and back and forth between Toronto and and Niagara, and everybody in Niagara is super supportive of one another. And there's a huge, you know residents and then everybody's shaking hands with all these friends in toronto too which is amazing it's like so we have that big like that you know because niagara's regional but it's an international destination but then toronto is like kind of like you know it's become it's a world capital people talk about toronto you know and so you mm -hmm. have that big stepping stone of going international and it's like two international actually three international airports within how close to here mm -hmm. buffalo toronto and hamilton and uh yeah man this is a magical spot to be yeah for sure uh other than it is a little could be warmer man but uh, whatever four seasons are good and it's good to have them that's why uh, you gotta buy cold that's right why you here. gotta buy dp brand gloves double penetration gloves for a nice warm <laughs> winter <up>. dp right? <laughs> Yo, this one i'm talking about double penetration all right so you got your outer layer and then you got oh, yeah. still fresh from Wayne Gretzky. We went ice skating there with the kids, man. Oh, that yeah. was really fun. Actually, I recommend to you. Is the rink still up? The rink is up until the 31st of March. Wow. Uh, and you can, secret tip, you can get um, free passes at the uh, wine, the wine uh, shop or whatever, wine rack. You know that there's one on, uh, there's one in the Grantham Plaza. Right beside Sobeys, kind of. Or okay. beside. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's a, it's that it's the Peller Run uh, wine shop, and you can get free passes, and it's amazing. It's a you beautiful. Like it? It's really great. It's Is really it bigger great. than a rink? It's no it's smaller than a rink. Okay. There's places to sit. You can have an adult beverage while your kids mess around on skates, and you mess around on skates too. With the beverage? No, you can't have the be oh. no beverages on the ice. But <laughs> they have a nice seating area. They got a little. Uh, bonfire on Saturday night. They have DJs. I so you gotta a take your times. skates off to drink. No, you don't. They have rubber mats. Oh, I mean, it's wise not to get wasted there. Obviously, with skates on, but you know, Dude, a drink. I'm going you can skating, have a drink. I'm gonna get obliterated. Come on. <laughs> I went. I went on. I'm taking. If I gotta spend that much my time, my wife with and I shared one drink, and actually. the wife, like, forget that. I need to get be blackout drunk. Dude. Well, see, wifey and I uh, shared. <laughs> we shared one drink. We shared a, a uh, winter, winter cocktail. Winter. It was mulled wine cocktail. Anyway, it was very That's nice. Disgusting. It was beautiful, man. Okay. Yeah, you know, warm. <laughs> warm just, alcohol. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like you know, like kind of like glug. Cider, like. Something. Yeah, like like uh, you know Scandinavian glug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not my thing. Alcohol should not be warm. 
should be cold. Well, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of people going out to it and whatnot, and uh, they rent blades there too, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's 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 really. Uh, you know where we we've also been taking the kids to. Oh man, we've got a secret rink that I'm not telling anybody about because I've seen all sorts of warnings about uh, ice thickness, and I don't want anybody falling in and trying to blame it on me for telling them to go there. But there's an amazing secret rink, and then we've been going to uh, Fort George too. Fort yeah, Fort George. So what? Uh, just for the kids? No, they the have a ice skating rink there as well. The kids love it though. Yeah. Yeah, free free skating. Right? All four of you going? All four of us going. Most of the time. Sometimes are they free? Sometimes you, can you leave them by themselves? Are they good to skate by them? They know how to skate. No, yet? no, not really. You gotta be. Right. You gotta be beside. How old are they again? My daughter's six, and my son is uh, three. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they're small, man. But you know, like you I know, think I started skating at five, but not well. Uh, my daughter's got the, got the. Uh, so she'll be free soon. The frame, but she's just made a leap. Literally in the last week, she's like. Frameless, it's amazing, man. The we got practice. Skates. We got a better. Skates. When I had a rink in my backyard, dude. Yeah. Oh, my hockey get, went another level because I was always out there. Yeah, I just skate until dark and then past dark. You know, yeah. I fucking put the lights on afterwards. It's yeah, my man. skills. It was almost like I remember uh, Tommy. Was it Tommy McIntyre? Was it McIntyre that played hockey with? Tommy McIntyre was mudsy. But anyway, no, this guy. Uh, he uh, hey. he took ballet. You couldn't oh, knock this kid off your off his off his feet, man. Balance, he, man. He was yeah. Balance and strength. He, and he's a good. He was a great skater. Yeah, you couldn't knock him down. Uh, that's an old wise tale, probably. Oh yeah, he took ballet, figure skating, whatever. <laughs> that made it, or was it figure skating? I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's why you couldn't knock him off his feet. Yeah, no, it wasn't. He was just a good <laughs> hockey player. You fucking weirdos. Anyways, it's uh. Yo, yeah. so when are we gonna get to the topic that I came here to discuss with Whoa, you? What? What? Hit it, man. Uh the Illuminati <laughs> taking control of the house and techno industries globally. Really? I'm telling you, man, so, those guys are running things. They approached me with a contract. I can't say if I signed it. <laughs> you turn this into like a like a Canadian television series or something? No. Uh, maybe that'd be a good idea. Have you seen, uh, there's a thing people, oh man, from the UK, there's these dudes that make fun of like sort of post-DJ and rave culture and this, uh, it's like a grime MC and, uh, and his crew, pirate radio crew, Corrupt FM, K-R-U-P-T FM. And they're like, you know, they're like white boys like me, you know, like running things upon England <laughs> and uh, pirate radio is, it's a, it, they have, so they have like a half hour. Okay, what's uh, this one called? Corrupt FM. Is that, can I find it here? Yeah, it's K- it's, it's K K U. Just put K U R U P T F M, and I bet it'll come. Yeah, there it is. It's not hard to find. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck. Uh, so you like you these guys, guys, eh? Okay, so who, who else are you listening to? Who are you digging? Who are you crushing on? Who are you? Who's oh, been man. in your deck for like three months? You just playing it over and over and over. Or do you get like yeah. that? Do you get like that with music? No. Yeah, I got. I was surprised when I went like that with Twenty One Pilots. I went deep into their oh, album, yeah. their first al- or not, whatever. I think it was their first album, first album for me. Oh, this is like perfect. It's good, top to bottom, music. man. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Uh, progressive pop is that what you call it? Yeah. What are you listening to? What's your genre? Aggressive pop. Aggressive pop. What's your yeah. genre? Um. Well, I by 
I li- I listen to everything. My what my genre is, I've been really well, getting. Well, you got a multiple jo- genres that you go back to all the well, time. Well, I got a I got an infinite genre business. I will I will uh, play music according to what my clients' needs are. Right. So right. It, it makes me a better DJ if somebody tells me they're really into, you know, uh, early two thousands and late nineties hip hop, and they want me to rock their wedding with that, you know, clean version so their mama can. Okay, what's an example of those bands? Oh, like Biggie Smalls and uh, Next Tupac. and Tupac. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, who else? Uh, like Dipset from New York, Jay Z, Nas. Nas a little bit earlier, but uh, Nas is Big seminal. So, like even even like Wu Tang and stuff like that, and Rocket, ja like you Rule. know, totally and Juggle Beats and stuff like that. And and uh, so so in terms of that, like I I consider myself an expert on music because I've been playing music for twenty five years at least. And uh, I've been doing research all that time, you know, just collecting names and building a collection of music. I used to be a music journalist, so I was like writing about different bands and stuff and getting a ton of promo material from all over the world. And uh, but what I really like is uh, right now I'm in this sort of corrupt VHS aesthetic. So it's sort of informed by Vaporwave, a lot of like uh, early 80s boogie and late uh late 70s disco kind of loops and inspiration and then like but really dreamy and airy and kind of like you know lighter than air total fantasy music you know Hmm. so that's what i've been digging a lot and and actually you know what my trip to croatia started that whole that whole so i was playing on uh what would constitute as one of the balearic islands in croatia it was not it's not a balearic island that's in in Spain, but it's like, you know, off the coast, there's this beautiful little island really close to Dubrovnik. Third of it is a national park. And there was a tiny bar called uh, Hippocampus where I played some music. And just preparing for that gig and thinking, like, people are going to want to chill on the beach with children, have a couple drinks, walk back to their place where they're sleeping. And, you know, so just like getting in touch with that kind of dreamy vibe sort of led me in this direction like finding you know like beach beach music basically so you just happened to be playing a festival out there wasn't a festival it was like a uh, small venue uh it's like a it's a beach park my family's from croatia you know like uh there's so uh didn't take much convincing and finding somebody who was like yeah that sounds awesome i'll you know you go you go there all the time i'm hoping to go there uh this summer and uh i'm hoping to actually go to uh the between Barcelona and Marseille, kind of in the south of France, uh, and to this small town called Aziz, where I have a link up in Aziz. So we're going to do an uh, art project there, a free public thing in the streets. Um, so we're right now we're having a funding, you know, funding issue that we got to take care of, but it looks like it's going to happen. You know, we got to, mm. yeah. So they're just like, you know, trying to, trying to do crazy cool stuff, like, like, uh, Cause I'm, I'm like at, at my, at my heart of it, all this start, started for me from radio too. Cause living in Niagara, we have one of the biggest concentrations of radio signals in the world here. And when, yeah, dude, we got Toronto just North of us, massive market. And we have Buffalo just South of us and it's pretty flat here and we get all those stations and then Rochester, even to the one side, like we're at a huge concentration of, uh, of radio signals for sure. And, um, and uh, because of that, um, 
I, I spent countless nights just listening to cool music and making these tapes of interesting sounds and songs and stuff that I heard on the on the radio and that was kind of my introduction to this all this stuff so it's kind of just what I love to do since I was pretty young mm. messed around with music collect collect music and then edit it how do you get the expanded AM well, there's shortwave readers you can get AM you, you I mean big, the bigger antenna you have basically the more of a the more of a reach you're gonna have right like I, I'm sh- you know you can have even because like at night you pick a lot more up for whatever reason, the AM signal modulates or better at night. Transmits better at night. Oh. That's why you can pick up Ohio or something weird on a on a AM dial because the I, I can't remember exactly, but there's something that a clear night I think amplifies the mm-hmm. amplitude modulation. Is that yeah. what AM stands for? Frequency modulation. Yeah, I can't even believe I had this discussion with Tom. Well, it wasn't much of a discussion the other day. My calls to the radio show but it was international radio day i think and nice. like uh how you, like how do you think am radio survives or radio in general like especially am radio because well number I think one cars is you, a big thing for you give fm the, radio you, oh yeah huge and then now they're all, also all those stations are broadcasting on satellite and other carriers right like if you I look wonder at about cars, man, because these guys are going to figure out that the radio is not giving them an ROI in their at their dealership or sales anymore. Mm-hmm. It probably hasn't been for a long time, and they put that shit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The impact yeah. is obvious. Like, I mean, yeah. we were talking about this earlier. You can't just put a thirty dollar ad up and then walk away from it. Go, oh, that didn't work. I didn't get anybody. Nobody yeah. bought my thing. It's like it's a hit. You got to you got to have a sustained strategy. Yeah, yeah. and content yeah. is very deliberate. And if it doesn't work, it's because it sucks, mm-hmm. not because Facebook didn't work. Because it's putting you in front of people, and it's a really undervalued uh, medium right now, as far as because yeah, you know when Google first came out with Google AdWords, you could own whatever word you wanted for really cheap. Now you want you want to own that word, it's expensive. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's because in the beginning it was a good deal, and then big business drove the prices up, and apparently. Uh, you know, social media, Facebook, especially Twitter, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, especially, but Facebook too still is just a really good return on your ROI as far as putting you in front of people. Like, if, what do they call it? People who are most something, likely to uh, go cap yeah. something per thousand or whatever it is, or I can't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just wonder how. Uh, oh yeah, we gotta get you out of here yeah, on time. I wonder how the traditional stuff holds up because anywhere you go on the dial. Mm-hmm. It's a commercial at the, on the quarters, top 15, 30, 45. Yeah. Everywhere you go, it's a commercial. Well, Man, I'm I fucking switching to, to, I'm switching to FM or I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to podcast or I'm well, going to yeah, listen yeah. to my phone. Like, fuck That's the true. car. You know, I'm yeah. putting my earplugs in. But even in the car, I'll, I'll switch to CD or satellite or I don't have satellite, but a lot of people are getting it probably. Uh, maybe not a lot, but, uh, I, you know, I'm just talking about. How do the traditional formats stay alive? I can't tell you the last time I watched a TV commercial. Part of it is all the demo- shows I watch part, don't have commercials. Part of it is demographics too, though. Right? You got so you got to think about people. So imagine people who are older than us who grew up in a place where it, there was just radio. They likely had uh, 45s or or like uh, you know vinyl, mm-hmm. maybe even eight track back in the day. But so they you know grew up on radio and now they're 60 ish and it's like that's what they they just turn on the radio because that's what they did mm-hmm. all their life and then I'm sure there's then you can market directly to those people if you know your 
demographic and stuff. I don't I don't know all the business of radio, but it's like I've actually um, approached a couple radio stations around here about doing a show, and so m- my idea was that um, the EDM market is really broad and it's huge, and there's a lot of festivals in both Buffalo and Toronto, and something here a, a weekly show that's two hours could broadcast directly to that audience that are gonna mm. go to those cities so you, you can have um approach advertisers like uh, who run nightclubs and festivals to you know to advertise on their on their show and you play basically cool trendy current awesome music mm. you know and, and it's and it's for that demographic that's like whatever but this is the thing uh it, it would have to be like I'm assuming they're gonna listen to it on SoundCloud or on Mixcloud or any other or like on iHeartRadio, not on, not on, um, you know, uh, on uh, on the radio, mm-hmm. not on. So I like I don't know how to justify that or whatever. Like, cause yeah, I mean I, s- I assume some of those kids though are also gonna have radios in their car and occasionally turn mm-hmm. them on, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know the. I'm sure somebody's done research about that specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh what gigs you got coming up you got anything you want to promote just before just oh, okay you actually yeah, to, yeah. You, no, uh, if this, you gotta go you gotta go that's cool I but uh minutes. just in case we this forget. sunday this sunday uh at uh, sunday 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 yes yeah, a monster truck challenge <laughs> featuring suzuki niagara on the violins um that was kind of a pun uh anyway uh it's the suzuki niagara annual fundraiser and it's in the afternoon uh, it's at um, what's Bana- Suzuki Niagara? Suzuki Niagara is a uh, basically a music education program, and it's based here in Niagara. Suzuki Method is about teaching people music intuitively. So rather than like being super rigid about you know technique or stuff like that, it's like you you're meant to learn music by ear first, and then you as you progress you learn the notes more like the actual notation stuff and uh so we've had our kids in there since uh like since they could walk pretty much right going to different lessons and stuff like that oh, and uh and so danielle marconi who uh also collaborates with Big me on, on echo yeah danielle's super cool and she uh so she approached me to dj this year so from three thirty p.m until 4 when the concert starts i'm gonna be djing it'll be totally reasonable volume you don't have to cut you know it'll be like quiet put the earphones yeah it's not gonna be it's not this is uh it's a it's a classical music concert so i'm gonna play some beautiful stuff that you know gets people all ages completely all ages uh i think it's five dollars entry they have an awesome uh they have a uh secret uh not secret santa what am i talking about uh uh yeah an auction secret auction silent auction they they have one of those you know it's like it's like a community event it's gonna be awesome though so uh that's my next immediate gig, and then the okay, next. Where where's that at? It's at uh, the synagogue on Church Street, the high, the high Jewish Center. Okay. I think that's what it's called, but right. it's you, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Oh man, it's on Church Street, really close to uh, Spicy Thai, super close to Spicy, but just a tiny okay. bit, just a tiny bit west of Spicy Thai. Okay. So if you're at Spicy Thai, look away from the old Delta Bingo. Yeah, and it's just, it's like not even 100 meters oh, up the street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right Church, across from the Salvation actually. Army building. Oh, okay, Sal- I got you. Right, right oh, there. Right. And they have that other Christian uh, center kind of across uh, the old, um, the old. Uh, Goodwill. Goodwill, yeah. Right. I forget the name of that place too. 
But yeah, that's the spot. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Um, so, so Dan- what, what, what Danielle, are the times? what's that? What are the times now? Starts at well, yeah, uh, this Sunday, uh, from three thirty. Like doors are at three fifteen ish. You know, okay. three three thirty is the door, and then, uh, and then it, it finishes. I think it's done by five. Oh, yeah. So they oh. they uh, I I'm gonna play for a little bit. Then the students do show off their uh, what they've learned. You know, they've done prepared some compositions, and then um, the uh, they have a story that's read, and they've all prepared this. Oh no! Like, like composed a composition to the story. It's the children's story, right? And they have it on the projector, and they it's it's beautiful. It's a really cool event, actually. It's really fun. Um, I think I've been like handful times, and then like uh, uh, Long McQuaid has totally given me. Uh, stuff for the silent auction stuff um in the past and uh stratus vineyards gave me some wine for there for the silent auction so it's like good silent auction stuff it's not like you know it's not bad stag and doe silent auction it's like you know Susie you got some good gra- you got some good gear yeah yeah totally it's got some nice all stuff all right all right, brother. I appreciate the time, man. Everyone knows how to get a hold of you on social yeah, media sure. and stuff like that. We'll put the links down below when we touch up the video and upload it to. Uh, Cheers, everybody! With the better, with the better Cheers. sound. Yeah, I'm, it's my pleasure, man. It's always great to run into you. Uh, you oh, know. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, and thanks for asking. You were like, "Hey, I want to come on your show, man." Yeah, like, dude, for sure. Thank yeah. you, man. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate your time. So. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you later. Some, my engineer is going to press the button over there.